the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome, Hour 3, Backbone Radio. Matt Dunn here. It is 4 to 7 p.m. We're in the last hour of the program. Hard to believe. And I do want to get into a bit of some Ukraine, some World Economic Forum, some, um, what do they call that, ESF uh, uh, investing type stuff as this hour goes on. But little unfinished business. The lines just keep on being full, and we're just talking to everybody. We're just having having fun. And I wanted to point this out that uh, just a bit on the primary week that the uh, the America First candidates ran the table in the primaries. The Trump endorsement is the only endorsement that matters in this country, hands down. And um, you've got uh, you've got uh, Trump forty five and O this week with his endorsements. And oh boy, does that ever just get the rhinos and the GOP establishment types so upset? And you know, you wish you could count on establishment support for these candidates going forward, but they're going to have to overcome not just the Democrat candidate, but the sabotage of the Republican Party establishment in subtle ways. They'll they'll be they'll be kind of quiet about it. Um, but of ten Republicans that voted to impeach Donald Trump, six of them are now officially gone. Adam Kinzinger is gone. Uh, Fred Upton is gone. John Katko is gone. Anthony Gonzalez is gone. Tom Rice is gone. Tom Rice, by the way, lost his primary by more than anybody else has ever lost a primary in this century (laughs) in South Carolina. Peter Meyer just lost in Michigan. And, of course, now he's going full of Kinzinger, um, this Peter Meyer guy who's who's just, oh, gosh, is he bad news. And John Gibbs ran a great campaign, African-American candidate, just smoked Peter Meyer, who Meyer had no chance whatsoever. So the the rhino types are just taking it on the chin. It is a glorious, glorious thing, and I just love seeing it. And uh, Liz Cheney is on this list. Um, She's next. There is one that is still pending, Jamie Herrera Butler, B-E-U-T-L-E-R in Washington, and her opponent, Joe Kent, who is a gold star husband and a Green Beret, is within 257 votes of overtaking Jamie Herrera Butler, and uh, 30,000 ballots remain to be counted. So I can't wait to see the results there. I've been fine. I just checked for an update. There's no update on Joe Kent, but uh, hopefully we have another success there. Donald Trump uh, just had this to say about how he's been 45-0 and 0 this week. So this is from the massive packed house rally in Wisconsin. This has been an exceptional week for the America First movement. Exceptional you probably saw that the Trump-endorsed candidates, Blake Masters, easily won nomination for the U.S. Senate in Arizona. Carrie Lake won the nomination for Arizona governor. Tudor Dixon won the nomination for Michigan governor. John Gibbs, great guy, defeated rhino congressman Peter Meyer. Peter Meyer, he spells it a little different than other people. He is a little different right now. He's not so different, though, because he lost. This week, we're 
45 wins and no losses. Is that good? Yes, that is very, very good. And by the way, the Joe Kent guy, the um, rhino class, put another person or two in there to muddy up the waters in that primary race. But he still looks like going to come out on top. And even the guy who writes for the Cook Political Report partisan hack outfit in Washington, D.C., is saying it would take a miracle for Jamie Herrera Bootler to survive that last 30,000 votes being counted. By the way, why does it take so long to, like, count these darn votes? I mean, let's have same-day results. Let's just get it done, okay? I don't like the corruption we have in our elections in this country. Just one more Trump clip just from from Wisconsin. Again, the massive rally. Nobody else can do this. But yet, it's as Caller Jack said, it's empirical evidence. You see these crowds. It is empirical evidence. But people don't seem to think of it who are plugged into the propaganda. They just think, oh, no, it's not really happening. That doesn't really exist. It's what my eyes see doesn't really exist. That's what the propaganda control is of people's minds. And you see so many commentators that are wrapped up in that because they live in the media bubble. But anyway, about Joe Biden. You could take the five worst presidents in American history and put them together And they would not have done the damage Joe Biden has done to our country in less than two short years. The contrast between the Trump administration's amazing success, and we had amazing success, and Joe Biden's breathtaking failure could not be more stark. Let's take a look at some of the facts. Less than two years ago, when I was in office, gasoline, gasoline for cars, one dollar and 87 cents a gallon. And now it's five, six, seven, and even $8 a gallon. Just hit $8 and 25 cents at a place called California. $8 and 25 cents. And you're going to be following along. We gave you the largest tax cuts and regulation cuts in American history, even larger than the Reagan tax cuts that once held the record. We broke it by a lot. The radical Democrats now intend to impose the biggest tax hike in American history, the exact opposite of what I did. And they are working feverishly to pile on more regulations at levels never seen before. You can have regulations like nobody's ever seen before. Yeah, and the Democrats are going to double the size of the IRS to go after the middle class. They're going to leave the border enforcement agencies like underfunded and hanging out to dry, but they're going to get the IRS agents in to go after the middle class. You like that? Is that what you want? All right, I'll save Cheney. Let's get right to uh, Aaron. Aaron, thank you for checking in, and welcome aboard, sir. Hey, man. Well, man, I mean, honestly, you could go on and on and on, but we don't have enough time. But the thing is, though, O'Day, he doesn't get it. It's not about Trump. It's about getting Ben. Ben has been there 12 years. That's enough. Term limited. He needs to be term limited. So I will vote for the rhino because I just want Michael Bennett term limited. Twelve years is enough. Now, I mean, he can be pro-choice. That's fine. I'm pro-choice. But the thing is, though, my concern, he gets if he if he can beat Bennett and get in that sentence, will he be conservative when it comes to uh, the debt? Got to get this country out of debt. This country, I mean, they just passed this disaster of a bill in Congress, which yep. just, just adds more, more beans and beans and trees and trees to the debt. That has to stop. Bigger so, government, oh, more government spending. Yep. That's what they want. More, 
more regulations, more insanity. It, it's ridiculous. And the thing is, though, you brought up the uh, Trump. Uh, they they got, so uh, got to get Liz Cheney, Mitt Romney. Forgot I forgot when he comes up for re-election for the Senate, he needs to go because he he voted to impeach Trump. Uh, the moron from Utah, the moron, the the mor the Mormon who's a moron from Utah. So he's got to be he's got to go to, uh, and it goes on and on. I mean there I mean yep. got, I mean it just goes on. But I got to vote for the Rhino O'Day just because. Bennett, 12 years is enough. He, he's been oh, a disaster. He is, he is an absolute disaster of a senator. And I played this earlier, but listen to him talking about this, this, this boondoggle bill they're passing. And Michael Bennett looks at it as a, through the prism of should he invest in stocks or not based upon it. In my 14 years here, nothing has surprised me more to the upside in our politics than Joe Manchin coming back on the reconciliation package and getting a deal struck. So I feel good about it. I feel optimistic about it. I'm not buying or selling any stocks based on it because we don't know what where Senator Sinema is going to be. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, that statement shows what he's about. Big government, corrupt, bloated government. And he's got to go. Term 12 years, 12 years, I mean, dying to get needs to go. Been in there, uh, man, forever. Should have been there 12 years, 12 years enough. I don't care if it's but in the house. He or just the looks at it. You got a, I don't care if you got a D or R branded on your forehead. 12 years is enough in Congress. Yeah. We need a balanced budget amendment. Here in, here in the state of Colorado, you, you got to balance the budget once a year. And and I'm surprised, Matt, you didn't bring up Tabor. You know the the, the love Tabor. Side. Yeah, Tabor in these refunds that we're supposed to be getting because of Tabor, not because of the dark side, broken down, dumb donkeys in the state of Colorado. <laughs> we're we're yeah. we're getting we're getting those refunds because of Tabor, because of uh, because of exactly. Bruce, uh, because of the Democrats Bruce. had their way. We'd never have had a check, but of course they'll still use it as a campaign gimmick for them. But uh, Bennett wants to invest on the on the stock market stuff. Mm. There you go. I'm only happy when it rains. I plug that tune in, that garbage tune. It's the name of the band, Garbage. Great name for a band, you know. I call myself Garbage. Anyway, because uh, it was supposed to be like raining, like huge, massive rain today. But where is it? Never happened. I guess they whiffed on that little deal. Ha! Anyway. And I brought my rainproof gear in. I was ready for it. I'm a gear guy, like I was saying. Just spent some time on the river in Utah. That was fun. Got a little wet out there. At any rate, off to the phones again. Boy, I just love talking to everybody. I just want to get a quick thing in on Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney, the, the establishment is trying to soften the blow and prepare for the blow of Liz Cheney losing in Wyoming and New York Times has their piece, Liz Cheney is ready to lose, but she's not ready to quit. See, it's kind of this hopeful, hopeful tone in that article that even if she loses, boy, she's got great things ahead of her. Even if the voters of Wyoming evict her and kick her out, the gal who is already kicked out because she lives in Virginia, doesn't even live in Wyoming. (laughs) What a joke, you know, Um, all these things. And then um, Axios has this has this essay talking about, oh, President Trump's revenge campaign against her. If anyone has revenge, it's Liz Cheney trying to wreak revenge against Donald Trump for having won in 2016 and, like, brought peace into the world. The warmonger Cheneys do not want peace anywhere near this planet, okay? 
they are the biggest warmongers. Dick Cheney's responsible for well over a million dead during his vice presidency uh, under the George W. Bush disaster of a presidency. And um, the big point from this Axios article by Lachlan Marquet is that, yeah, the whole strategy of Liz Cheney is to try to persuade Democrats to cross the aisle and back Cheney. So they're going for the Democrat vote. Good job, Liz Cheney. That's pathetic. They are an object of scorn and derision. The Cheney power has evaporated totally. CNN went to Wyoming to try to find anybody who liked Liz Cheney, and here's what they found. You guys got to love these Wyoming people. Just love you, Wyoming people. Are you planning to vote for Liz Cheney? Can I cuss? Hell no. Are you planning to support Liz Cheney? Absolutely not. What are your thoughts about Liz Cheney running for her fourth term? Um, personally, I think she said for three too many. Keep in mind, in 2020, Donald Trump won about 70% of the vote in Wyoming. So Liz Cheney's work on the January 6th investigation isn't playing so well with many Wyoming voters. She's done us dirty. How so? Oh, God. Look at what, how she's done Trump. I'm a, I'm a Trump fan. I'm sorry. So she lost your vote because of her role on the January 6th committee and what she's yes. doing about Trump? Yes. She's supposed to be supporting him. She's a Republican, for crying out loud. I find her work on the January 6th committee just repulsive. How do you feel about her work on the January 6th committee and her role? It's all a hoax. It's all propaganda. It has nothing to do with anything. It's a witch hunt. Well, she says she's defending what's important to people here in Wyoming, uh, upholding the rule of law, defending the Constitution. Me. If that was the rule of law, why doesn't he have a defense team in that courtroom? That ain't the rule of law. That's a kangaroo court. That's not the Wyoming way. She has been an embarrassment. It's a witch hunt. Are you proud of her for taking on Donald Trump? No. God bless Wyoming. I love it. I, this one after another, bam, 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 Cheney's revolting, disgusting, repulsive, pathetic. Oh, yes. They, are, they just got that all dialed in, and they're trying to soften the blow of a forthcoming loss. Again, the primary is August 16th. If you know anybody in Wyoming, just uh, chip in a little hello. Hey, make sure you get Harriet Hegeman in there. She's really cool, and Liz Cheney is like the worst of the worst if you ever wanted to. Create a little setback for the establishment uh, Republican Party and for the uh, Uniparty and the ruling class. Get Cheney, the warmonger people, out of there. Last little tidbit. Uh, where's Dick Cheney shows up? Uh, the guy who's got more blood on his hands than basically any politician ever who can't stand Donald Trump having brought peace into this world. In our nation's 246-year history, there has never been an individual who is a greater threat to our republic than Donald Trump. He oh, never been a bigger threat to our public Donald Trump. You see, these, who wants revenge? The Cheneys want revenge. Oh, yeah. The Cheneys are so good at hate and hatred, and they want the Democrats to vote for Liz Cheney in Wyoming. It is just so pathetic. I, uh, it, they're, they're just a punchline. They're, they're a laughing stock. That's how far they've fallen. And again, Drag a microphone around Wyoming anywhere, and you'll get people saying, oh, Liz Cheney, she's disgusting. She's just repulsive. Yeah, they see through all that. So let's see this happen. Let's, let's see some real margins there. Uh, hopefully that can be run up a little bit. How many Democrats will they get to cross over and vote for Liz Cheney? Hmm, we'll see how many. That, that's, that's pretty pathetic when you're down to that, you know, when you come from the Cheney family dynasty and... Dick Cheney comes out and cuts an ad for you. And, you know, the 
Democrats, if you want the Cheneys, go it. You can have them. I'd love it if the Cheneys just went full on Democrat, kind of like, you know, the McCain's have done and the Romney's have done and the Lindsey Graham's have done. And yeah, got to save this country, folks. And Liz Cheney is the opposite, opposite of saving it. She's trying to destroy this place. I know I'm speaking hyperbolically, but it's just true. Let's say hello now to um, Kathleen in Roxborough. Thank you for checking in, Kathleen. Welcome. Hello, Matt. How are you doing? Hey, I'm hanging right in. That's good. I got my two cents <laughs> to put in to the Joe O'Day. Yes. Well, uh, that's a toughie in some ways, but what oh, do you no, think? No, no, it's not tough at all. I would like to ask Mr. O'Day why he did not show us who he was before the primary. Mm. Because uh, before the primary would have been the time to let everyone know who he was, what he was all about. He may have gotten mine and my husband's vote in the primary, but he will most certainly not get our votes in the election. Mm -hmm. Because my thoughts are that a rhino is far more dangerous than a Democrat. Mm -hmm. Because does anyone remember the ultimate rhino, John McCain, yep. in the middle of the night with the thumbs down when we had the opportunity to get rid of Obamacare? Infamous John McCain. Oh. Far more dangerous. And then Romney's right in there with the Absolutely. McCain you legacy. You a whole crew of them tonight, and they're all the same way. Ask Utahns how they feel about Mitt Romney. Ask Alaskans how they feel about Lisa Murkowski. I'm telling you that my days of just holding my nose and voting down the party line is over. I will never in my life again vote for someone who is not an America first candidate. There's too much at stake, isn't there? Exactly I mean, do you want to right. fool around with this rhino stuff, backstabbing stuff, and you exactly just can't trust right. them? And then, you I know, oh, of... what's Susan Collins going to do? Oh, what's Lisa Murkowski going to do? Like, it gives the rhino class all the power on the yeah, stuff right. that's they close. Get credibility yeah. every time they do crap like this, uh, because their <laughs> constituents just don't seem like they have the balls to vote them out. <laughs> Yep. Well, there's That's so much. That's all I got, Matt. <laughs> well, Kathleen, I just, I just, very uh, informative, and bracing phone call. I just, I just love how you think, and well, um, you know, yeah, we, we, we would not be where we are if it were not for the rhinos. And exactly. the rhinos are always they're so deceptive. They're deceptive in how they campaign. They're deceptive in how they address and talk to their constituents. You know, and they're, they're always playing a game. I'd rather have someone look at me right in my face and tell me they're going to knife me rather than for me to turn my back and them to knife me in my back. Well, it's not the rhino way, you know, no. they, they prefer the, uh, you no. know, the dagger Deception. from, from behind. Well, like I said, I think that uh, O'Day really screwed himself by not <laughs> telling us who he really was, because there's a whole lot of people like me that absolutely will not vote for him. I hear you. So I hear you. you. We'll be talking this through as the weeks go by, but <laughs> Kathleen, you're a wonderful human being, may I say? And I think maybe Aaron said it right earlier in the show that, you know what, this is not about Trump. He should have at least had the savvy to say that. This is about Colorado, right? Billy Monroe and the Bluegrass Boys.
Gotta Travel On. One of my all-time favorite songs there, Bluegrass or Otherwise. And I don't know why, but it's just great. The genius Bill Monroe from a cabin in Kentucky. Used to play a lot more of him. I need to play more Bill Monroe heading into the next several months because I just dig it. And a lot of people call in and ask for more of it, <laughs> which is, I guess, just another testament to the uh, discriminating discriminating high IQ, musically savvy audience we have around here. And the lines just keep on being so darn full, I won't be able to do some segments I was going to do. And But I'd rather just talk to everybody again, so honored by it. But I want to work one thing in, and then it's right to the phone lines. And this is Colonel Douglas McGregor, who is been right about Ukraine from the Ukraine from the start. We've been right about Ukraine from the start, taking on all comers and beating down the propaganda. That's what we do week in and week out. But just a little UK Daily Mail headline, Germany fears millions of houses will be left without heating this winter. They're heading in for the winter of doom. They're going to freeze in Germany. And remember when Donald Trump went out there and told Germany, it was a, his famous UN speech, I believe, what, what was it, 2019? He said, uh, Germany, don't become dependent on Russia for your for your energy needs. Don't do that. And they laughed at him. You see the German delegation laughing at him. Now they're getting ready to freeze their German tails off, those morons who laughed at Trump, in part because they got on board with this Ukraine nonsense that Biden has been pushing. And now the narrative is switching on Ukraine. They're like, oh, maybe Zelensky is kind of corrupt. Oh, maybe there are some problems with Zelensky. Oh, maybe where's all this? money going that we're sending over there. CBS News has a big report on that. And they're like, oh, it's maybe kind of corrupt over there. The narrative is flipping just like that. And it's like, <laughs> anyway, we were there from the beginning, as you're kind of used to the way we are around here. But just so you get a little McGregor before the phone lines, here's Colonel Douglas McGregor talking to Tucker. Retired Colonel Douglas McGregor is a combat veteran, former senior advisor to the Secretary of Defense and one of our favorite guests. Doug, thanks so much for coming on tonight. So uh, you are a, an expert on Germany, uh, just to narrow it down. Tell us what's happening in Germany. No one seems to have noticed this, but I know that you have. Well, first, let's, uh, let's review the bidding a little bit here and point out that all governments are expected to provide as a minimum to their people food, shelter, and security. And yes. everyone who's embraced this uh, Davos World Economic Forum program that you talked about, this environmental social guidance, is in a lot of trouble, and Germany is no exception. Uh, we've seen problems already in the Netherlands with farmers. We see the truckers in Canada. These are symptoms of deep-seated problems, all of which have been exacerbated by the Ukraine conflict. And remember, Biden made the decision to drag everyone in Western Europe into this perpetual conflict with a nation that has an abundance of resources. It has virtually everything that everyone in the world needs at some point food, minerals, metals, and so forth. So that's, that was a, a stupid idea, but there is no plan B. Now, Germany in particular shot itself in the foot with energy by essentially eliminating nuclear power, by fundamentally rejecting as much oil and gas as possible to try and go completely green. Well, now they're facing the winter of all discontents, frankly. They're going to freeze. Because the Russians have said, fine, and cut them off. And why have the Russians cut them off? Because they foolishly followed us and have supplied the Ukrainians with weapons. There you go. And I've got more McGregor, but that's the upshot of it right there. Germany's getting ready to freeze. 
and uh, this Ukraine stupidity, which the media is coming around admitting, well, well, I guess that was stupid. And we had to have all these callers call in and say, oh, you're just a Putin stooge if you're not if you're not uh, supporting the noble Ukrainians. But get, look at you have to understand geopolitics with this whole thing and you have to understand what's going on in the region and the history down there and how it. Ukraine is a deep state run state. Our deep state run that thing runs that. They're they're churning money through there, and the Cheneys, I'm sure, got their their blood funnels in that whole deal somewhere. They're coming out well on that military industrial complex deal. Anyway, the ESG stuff, I've been digging on that, and I I'll save those maybe for next week. What that ESG the 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 higher your ESG score, environmental, social guidance, whatever that stuff is, is basically a way to invest your money that comports with the green energy ideals and the Marxist communist ideals and the climate change fanatic ideals. The countries that go all in for that are the ones that have like all the unrest and they're the ones that have the riots and their Sri Lanka's getting rid of their president and prime minister and Argentina. They're freaking out down there again. Go down the list. The Dutch farmers in Canada. That's Oh, my gosh, folks, this ESG business is totalitarian nonsense. They've got all this capital behind them, and it is sinister. Let me tell you, it is sinister, this ESG stuff. And Zero Hedge calls it a leveraging tool for the woke communist takeover. And the American Spectator says ESG, yes, is sinister. And I'll I'll save some of that so we can have some more conversations here. But, see – People need to understand the threat that globalism is, the eating bugs future, living in your pod future. Trump's the only one that gets that stuff, folks. And Joe O'Day definitely does not get that stuff. You know, it's like, anyway, you need people who have a little bit bigger picture. All right. Now, um, let's say hello. Jim in Littleton. Thanks for hanging on a minute, Jim, and everyone else will be getting to you. But, uh, Jim, what's up, sir? Uh, good afternoon, Matt. Excellent program, like usual. Amen. Um I'll just uh, chime in a little bit on land and go to my little... I go up to Wyoming every uh, three to four weeks, and i got to tell you, it's really changed. I used to see a lot of Liz Cheney posters around there, especially in Casper. I don't see them anymore. She's not advertising the sale. She's not advertising like she was before. I think she's already conceded she's not going to win this. I think, mark to my word, I think she's going to run for president, and I think it's going to be through a third party. She's not obviously going to be running through the Republican. I guarantee you she's going to be a burr. If Trump runs, she's going to be constantly harping in about 2020 and, and, and Trump or uh, January 6th. Yeah, but I'm so what? That's she's, where she's I think this is going to go. Insignificant. It will be a media operation, just like the Pence operation is going to be. No one cares. People in Wyoming despise Liz Cheney. People in America despise Liz yes. Cheney. And uh, she would have to run as a Republican to have any leverage, okay? And then she would get smoked yeah, out agree. so badly that it would backfire on her if she tries to do that. So we'll see. Well, I don't... The I Cheney's day is done. With, yeah, no, we got that. And I, I got, she's got a lot of money. She ain't spending it up there advertising out on the roads and stuff like that. That's for sure. Because it's all disappeared. It's hairy. It's all over the place. <laughs> uh, so good to not. hear. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's not. Hey, listen, I just wanted to go on the reason I did call up. So your radio station has really been celebrating Alex Jones getting uh, getting uh, clobbered in the uh, trial that went down in Texas there. 
Um, you know, I've been listening to a couple of the attorneys on this. We should not be uh, celebrating those that you don't like him, especially if you're a Republican, because they will use that same logic to come after people that have been denying the election, the uh, election deniers, as they're sometimes called, and they can use that to go against those people as well. This is a template, and I guarantee you some people are now, some high-profile people may be going to uh, court for denying the election. That's what this whole Alex Jones is. And uh, I, you know, it's kind of concerning. Yep. It's not a great omen for free speech, and I have not been following that case, I have to admit. But uh, you're right. I do think that he is the template for some of the next moves. But, uh, you know, eventually they're going to overreach on all of that, and, uh, but we'll see. But that, that, see, that's when the ruling class gets so desperate, when they feel like they've lost the country, they've lost the people, this is the kind of stuff they do. They don't just go against the First Amendment, but they like, go really wacko wildly against the First Amendment. And I don't know if the Alex Jones case was all strictly about that, but, uh, but I, I take your point to heart. Well, I'll tell you another thing. They've now hired, they're going to be having all this money coming into the IRS to hire additional agents. Well, let me tell you, they're going to be really focusing on those high-profile people that have come out against the election, too. I bet you there's a lot of people that are going to be audited. Not saying, but I'm just thinking that might be the route where a lot of people are now going to suffer as a result of these new IRS agents now being hired by the federal government interesting points there jim interesting points and uh there might be a lot of common sense back in all those so let me thank you sir for checking in and uh oh looks like i just am out of time to go to uh to go to more but uh if you're on the phone lines hang on and we'll be back just around the corner with more on all this stuff and uh yeah how are the germans going to enjoy this winter coming up yeah remember that vogue photo shoot in ukraine they sent they sent jessica chastain they sent hollywood people over there what is this like totally fake or what 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 kind of churning deal is that whole thing zach williams chain breaker prayers up prayers up for our loved ones for those close to us for the nation at large keep those prayers going great talk with jackie last last week about the power of prayer and it's it's active active prayer and we do we do need it now on so many so many fronts and by the way vin scully the voice of the la dodgers has passed away at the age of 94 and i've been listening to that guy as long as i can remember what a great great baseball play by play man on television out in la and he was not a fan of socialism. Do you know that? Here's a little Vin Scully, his viewpoint on socialism. Socialism failing to work as it always does, this time in Venezuela. You talk about giving everybody something free and all of a sudden there's no food to eat. And who do you think is the richest person in Venezuela? The daughter of Hugo Chavez. Hello. Anyway. Oh, oh Vin Scully, going to miss you. Going to miss you. Who's the richest person in Venezuela, the daughter of the socialist Hugo Chavez? And who's one of the richest in America? Probably Hunter Biden. How rich is that guy? Yeah, how far away are we from that? And ESG stuff, that's just socialism warmed over, Marxism warmed over. Alexa, text in. Check out Madagascar's great ESG score. And, yes, they're rioting 
in Madagascar. They're starving in Madagascar. Good grief. Anyway, we've got to look into that. People need to understand what this what this is. WEF inspired ESG. Klaus Schwab, the villain kind of stuff. One last little clip before we start saying hello. Uh, MAGA, is it the greatest movement this country has ever had? Our movement will never be defeated. This is the greatest movement. MAGA, this is the greatest movement in the history of our country. Greatest in the history of our country. There's never been anything like it. Probably you could say it's the greatest or one of the greatest in the history of the world. And it's interesting because sometimes I'll make a comment and I'll be challenged so strongly by the fake news. But they never even challenged me on that. I've never been challenged. I look at them right now. A lot of a lot of viewers watching. They've never challenged me. It's the greatest movement in the history of our country by far. And it will only get stronger with each passing day. It will only get stronger with each passing day. And again, as Collar Jack said earlier, the empirical evidence, just look at that. But think about how the commentators are trying to tell you that, oh, no, he's so un- Trump's so unpopular. Um, actually, it's the opposite. But you see how the propaganda works and, like, turns your head upside down? Yeah, that's part of the deal here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's say a few hellos here. We're going to be a little tight on time. But Bill and Parker, hello, Bill, and welcome. Hey, Matt. Glad you're here. Yes. Hey, Matt. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm a, a little disappointed. You had a lady on a couple of callers ago who was going on and on about how Joe they did not reveal his position on choice prior to the primary. And no, he choice he did. Choice he did. It's the Trump no, thing no, that he was, didn't. The Trump thing was, you know, she was talking about choice. No, I think she was talking about about her his position being yeah, hostile yeah, to he, Trump. But I, I okay, you know, every, everyone said, knew yeah. that he came out very strongly pro-choice right. before the election. That's right. I don't That's recall right. her he saying did. that. If she did, I, she either misspoke okay. or she did get, uh, okay. get that wrong. Right, You're talking right. about Kathleen. Then let me, yeah. Then let, me, let me say this. Let me say this. I don't think we know where O'Day stands on, on this issue, and I'll tell you why. He knows if he wants on to get which elected issue? in this state, uh, abortion. If he wants to get elected in this state, he has to take the position he has taken. And he's not running to wave the flag or have a, a moral victory. He wants to win. So he has to say that. Okay? Can we agree on that? Regardless of how you feel on that issue, he has to say that if he wants to win. Correct? No, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think it's an open question about uh, the life issue and how that plays across America and in Colorado. But, uh, and in Colorado. Yeah. I, I would across say America, I agree, but not in Colorado. You can't, you can't win statewide if you're uh, – if you take the position opposite his, well, maybe, but I, I, I just don't, I, I don't think so. I, I, my instincts say that no, it's actually not quite what you think that is. But uh, I will admit that it at least is an open question. All right. Well, then we're gonna have to agree to disagree on that. I, okay. I think that he's, uh, he has figured out that he has to, to, to win. He has to have that position. And then when he, if he does win, if that comes up to a vote in the Senate and Mitch McConnell needs his vote. He will do what Kavanaugh and, and Gorsuch and uh, uh, what's her name did. They'll just switch gears, boom, instantly. Yeah, So, but, but you, you, you say just vote for O'Day, don't worry about it. Yeah. You, you, that's your advice. Okay, and that's, that's, that's a perfectly rational and reasonable opinion, and we're going to be debating this, I think, as a few weeks go by because, you know, it's, it's just uh, – yeah. Mitch McConnell will put the arm on him and he'll cave. I mean, he may even have to cave. He may, he may, I don't know if he necessarily agrees with that position. Like I said, he saw what Kavanaugh did 
and Gorsuch and Amy Coney Bryant. Okay, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So he he took he learned the lesson there. He oh. learned the lesson there. Well, yeah, and let's see how it plays. But uh, but anyway, but Bill, thank you, thank you for that. Thanks, bye. Yep, I'll keep on trucking here. Peter in Denver. Hello, Peter, and welcome. Hey, Matt. Tough getting through today. Oh, my gosh. I know. We've had, again, the full lines the entire program. We just, and yeah. there's more calls coming in right now. So, anyway, yeah, but, but anyway, thanks for being glad, patient. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad to see that people are calling, except yeah. for that last guy. He's welcome <laughs> to his opinion. But, um, you know, uh, Joe Data, a lot of people aren't falling for this bull, for this uh, bull, because, you know, you hear a lot of um, people on the Republican committee in the state saying, well, the Democrats poured it ten million into um, uh, Hanks's um, campaign, and so what? I mean, they knew exactly what they were doing. These people are yeah, and I don't. By the way, Peter Meyer is saying that in Washington, who just lost his primary to a Republican, uh, John Gibbs, and uh, or actually no, it's Michigan is where Peter Meyer is, and they say, oh, well, the Democrats spent money for for Gibbs. I I think that's a talking point. I don't quite believe that. I, I think that's no, neither do I. Yeah, neither do I. And um, you know, I'm surprisingly hearing some people, but I'm glad to hear a lot of people that are calling in today aren't buying that. Yeah, they knew exactly who Joe O'Day was. This guy ain't changing. He's not just saying this just to get elected. This is his his uh, what he uh, his real opinions. We're seeing his true colors now. And I hear people like uh, from the Republican establishment in Colorado, like. Uh, Dick Cheney, well, not Dick Cheney, Dick Wadhams, you know, they're about the same, though. He actually said on another radio show that, well, if uh, O'Day loses, that's just, of course, uh, that's the fault of the uh, Republican base. Oh, of course. They're going to turn Yeah, because you're going to have to blame the Republican base, but it's it's the rhino types that turn this state blue. But, uh, you know, it's it's an open question. I mean, let's just see. I mean, if antagonizing the Republican base is the way to win, we'll see if Joe O'Day can pull it off. Maybe he can, yeah, that, that because work, Bennett you know? is so bad and Biden is so bad. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, we are a blue state already, and that's because Denver and the surrounding area and Boulder, they're like 3 million people. I'll tell you, know, you what. 5.5 million in the state, So, and we're not getting any Democrats. Yeah. Yet. Well, I'd keep going if I could, but we're coming to the end of the program here, and uh, oh, looks like the, the lines freeze on me. But, uh, Peter, let's let's talk more when we can. Sorry about the lines being uh, so full. And uh, we have just uh, like uh, 20 seconds for uh, Jack. Is, is Jack checking back in? Something about Joe O'Day? You there, Matt? Yeah, real quick. We're at the end of the program. Okay. If it's got to be quick, I'll give it to you in Latin, okay? Modus vanum et. Apply that to the abortion question, and you'll understand a lot. And if you don't understand it, call me. Okay. Well, uh, any quick translation? Uh, wh- where do you come down on the Joe O'Day thing? Do you still vote for him, Jack, or what do you what do you do? I would. Yes, I would. I okay. absolutely would. And I don't think he can be called a rhino until we know more about where he stands. But what I just told you is emotionality is futile, and that's what the abortion issue is. It's nothing but emotion. That's absolutely nothing to do with governing this country. Interesting, Jack. Okay. okay. Thank you. All right. All this stuff to be continued. So honored by the. Folks, checking in tonight. We'll be back next Sunday. Matt Dunn, Backbone Radio. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.